Hi, friends. I'm Mandy. And I'm Missy. And we're the Wayward Homesteaders. In this podcast, we will talk about homesteading and homeschooling. We will cover topics like food preservation, gardening, unschooling, and all the things we enjoy doing with our families. Grow with us as we talk about creating a homestead full of poop, plants, permaculture, and everything in between. Hey, friends. This is Mandy from Chapel Forge. And this is Missy from Homesteading Roots. So today we are going to talk about having kids with large age gaps. So um, my kids, the, the oldest to the youngest, is about 12 years, and Missy's age gap is 16 years, um, which obviously brings a lot of challenges in regular life, homestead life, all of that kind of thing. So today we're going to talk about that a little bit, share what our experience has been, what our family dynamics are, because obviously we have other baby daddies and baby mamas in the situation. So that often, you know, can complicate things. So first we're going to do some life updates. We haven't done that in a while. So Missy, why don't you talk about your ever exciting and ever changing life? Oh my goodness. Hold on to your seats. Um, Okay. So we, I guess the last time we talked, we were still in search of property. Our house was still on the market. Um, I'm happy and pleased to announce that our house is under contract. Um, We close here on October 21st and we found property that's going to be great for our family in Mifflin Town, PA. Um, We'll be on just under three acres. Um, We close there on the 24th. So we're going through getting things scheduled as far as when the movers come here and have our stuff out and the cleaner comes in and then we can leave town after closing to be able to make the meet the movers that Monday at our new property. And so all of that coordination is kind of really stressful, Um, but it'll all work out. And I have faith that it's the right decision and we're very excited. Um, Mason is less than pleased. Hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the situation is completely with him yet he was thinking of saying with the pastor that he's involved in the youth group down here and works for the church um, and they had offered that if he wants to stay here and finish out his schooling that he's more than welcome to be with them which that in and of itself brings a whole lot of anxiety and worry but then it also brings me some peace and understanding and you know it's just lots of different emotions going on Um, So we're kind of dealing with a lot right now, um, but we are very excited to get onto our new property and start that new journey. Do you want to talk a little bit about the new property? Uh, Sure. So it has an acre and a half that's already fenced in. Um, It's pretty wide open. Like we have a couple little trees. Um, It's a ranch, like a brick ranch style house. And then it has a like garage Um, 20 I think it's 20 by 30 garage off to the side with its own entrance and you know my dream has always been to have a little farm stand or a little roadside stand or something so we're going to put that in half like put a wall down the middle it has two garage doors and then the one side we're going to designate to a little farm store and hoping I'll keep you posted this may be a whole podcast in and of itself to get the permit to be able to sell raw milk we're planning to get a milk cow Um, And then be able to offer milk and cheese and we're going to have chickens and do eggs. We're kind of thinking about pigs. We're just not really sure yet. Probably we're going to wait until we get there and actually see, because we haven't seen this property. Like it's been all our realtor and we bought it sight unseen, um, which is what we did with this house here in Florida. And it was good. Um, And we do trust our realtor. He's a lifelong friend. So 
um, that's a plus. And he's like, if it were anything, you know, if this means anything to you, if it were me, I would definitely buy this property. So um, we're trusting him and we're very excited. Um, so yeah, lots of things are coming down the pike. We have room for, we're going to do bees and all kinds of stuff. So stay tuned. And the plan is that we're going to hopefully go up there once a month. They're going to come down like every other month. So like maybe like January, we go there, February, they come here and there might be more than that. But our hope is that we can like, for instance, when they get here, we'll go up a day, help them split wood for the winter. They'll come down here a day, help us split wood for the winter. So I say that because if you're interested in getting things um, from them, our hope is that, you know, Missy can come down here and she can bring orders with her. Um, you know, whether that's milk or cheese or, you know, if they go down that path or if you, you know, need salves and tinctures and things like that, that she can bring it to us here in Conestoga. So if you're one of our Lancaster locals, um, that you can pick it up here. So we're hoping to do a lot of kind of co-oping type things. So stay tuned. You know, me and Missy, we have about a million ideas. So I'm certain (laughs) that there'll be a hundred, um, you know, evolutions of that. Right. So super exciting. And it's gonna be really fun as far as the podcast goes, because I didn't realize this till you just said it, but our barns are almost identically the same size. I'm almost positive ours is 20 by 30 also. So that gives you a good reference point because you know how what our barn is like. Um, (laughs) Our houses are almost identically the same size and our properties are almost identically the same size. Um, So it's gonna be really fun just to see you know, just, I guess, kind of help our listeners understand how differently, you know, like I have like half a wooded property and you're going to have half a pastured property and, right. you know, mine's on a hill and yours is mostly flat with a little bit of hill and mine's a lot of trees. And so, yeah, it'll be really fun to see just the different ways we can lay out three acres and well, two and a half, three acres, whatever. Um, so that'll be fun. So everyone look forward to that. It'll be interesting as always. Um, okay. So our life update, um, not a whole lot like life-wise happening. We're definitely gearing up for Christmas, um, which is crazy. I can't even believe that we are already getting Christmas orders. And I always kind of hesitate or am like not sure how to split up my life and business because, you know, we work at our house. So I feel like whatever's happening in our business is happening in our life. Um, but as far as like non-businessy things go, um, obviously we're putting the garden to bed soon. I'll be getting the garlic in the garden. Right now I'm harvesting seeds. Um, so harvesting seeds from the sunflowers, the zinnias, the beans. Um, for the first time, I fermented tomato seeds, um, which is, you know, always scary. Anytime the word ferment comes along for me, I always automatically think I'm going to fail. I think I did it right. I think we're good. I saved a good bit of tomato seeds. So, you know, obviously I'm going to sit those aside separately and try to sprout, like I'll leave in its own section to sprout those in my little grow room downstairs. Um, you know, cause I don't want to plant those with like seeds I bought from somewhere else. And then feel like I failed at all of them. So stay tuned about my fermented tomato seeds. We'll see how that goes. So working on harvesting seeds, getting the garden put to bed. um, We're transitioning. I've talked a little bit, especially on Instagram and Facebook, about how I've been trying to rotate our chickens and our turkeys and our goats. And it's a challenge. Like, you know, we're on just under three acres. And a lot of it is wooded. And, you know, the house sits right in the middle. The barn's right in the middle. So the pool. So it's just so hard. And I've really been struggling to rotate. Well, Um, I love rotating. And as soon as I move the birds or the goats or whatever, it's, this sounds so stupid, but it's like their eyes light up like, Oh my gosh, fresh grass, fresh bugs. Um, (laughs) But 
it's it's just it's so not practical on this property and maybe that's me whining i don't know but i've tried i've done my darndest and i've really been trying this for the last probably six months um and i think what i'm gonna do is transition to a carbon diaper um which essentially is what i'm doing in our big chicken coop right now i have beautiful compost in there um I basically just throw our bedding in when it, if it gets a little smelly, I'll put some baking soda in, which is very rare. Like maybe every other month I might have to sprinkle some baking soda or some fresh bedding. Um, and the chickens just, they poop on it. They scratch it around. So the plan is to kind of take these areas, uh, the chicken section, the turkey section, throw in wood chips, uh, cut grass, leaves, you know, maybe some straw, whatever. And just basically make beautiful compost in these areas. I feel like that's going to be the best way to be a good steward of my land at this point. Missy knows my struggles. I feel like I complain to her about rotating animals like every day because I just feel like I'm failing at it. So her and I were talking last week and we were, you know, I was saying to her this, this bedding that's in my chicken coop is beautiful and she was like, well, why don't you just carbon diaper? And if that's really working, then go with that. And so I sort of, that conversation was like a light bulb and I'm like, well, crap, maybe I'll just carbon diaper these areas and stop stressing myself out about this. So again, stay tuned. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of excitement as far as that goes. And I'll have a hundred stories to go along with it. So into today's topic, we're going to be talking about kids with age gaps. So we've introduced our families in a couple different episodes. Um, so Missy, talk about your kids, their ages, um, the baby daddy, baby mama situations, um, who's living where, all of that, <clears throat> so that everybody can kind of like set the stage for wherever, where we are. Okay. So we're not what you would consider or call a typical family. My husband and I have five children um, together. And there's a wide range of age gaps between them. We have our oldest, Madison is 19. Then we have Mason, he's 16. We have Vanessa, who's 14, Jared, who's 10, and Sawyer or Bean, who is three. Um, in my first marriage, I had Madison and Mason, Madison and Mason, um, our 19 and 16 year olds. Wow, I can't even talk. Um, <laughs> In 2008, Jeremy was welcoming his daughter, Vanessa, into the world in his first marriage. Um, In 2012, I was an unwed single mom with a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, and now a newborn. Um, In 2015, Jeremy and I began dating. Uh, We had a set of twins that we lost in 2017 um, and then went on to have Sawyer in 2018. Um, When Sawyer was born, our oldest was 16. So we have like, there's a huge gap between the two of them. Um, And Vanessa lives in PA with her mom. As of right now, the way it stands, um, we get her for the summers and every other major holiday. Um, When we, when we move back, we're going to be probably about an hour from her. Um, So we're going to, we have another court date coming up. Um, We're going to try to figure out what's the easiest for both families Um, As far as traveling back and forth, Madison is an adult. She lives with her dad in Mountville, but, um, you know, she's pretty much on her own. She works and pays rent and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, Mason is here with us. Jared and Sawyer are here with us. So the age gap in this house right now is six years um, is the biggest one between Mason and Jared. And then between Jared and Bean is what, seven years? Oh, wait. 
yeah i guess okay yeah. so the, the gap the gap between jared and sawyer is bigger than mason which seems so weird because right. i feel like mason and jared have less in common um which you would think that i don't know they would have more in common but they surely don't yeah <laughs> um yeah so i guess in a family with age gaps parenting can feel a little all over the place um like i'll go from washing sippy cups to ordering a class ring for graduation um, it, it takes energy to switch gears from counseling my high schooler versus counseling my toddler. Um, every phase is so completely different and it comes with its own set of challenges and navigating all the phases at once can be equally exhausting and exhilarating. Um, you know, we just kind of have to find joy in the midst of it. Like there's times when I think, oh my God, these kids are never going to get along. They're going to hate each other for life. Uh, they're so different. And, you know, I, I was raised with my two brothers and we were very close. Like my, my brother that's older than me, I'm the youngest, he's older than me, Matt, he's, we're 14 months apart. And then him and my brother Mickey are like uh, a year and a half apart. So we were all pretty close growing up. And sometimes, you know, I get concerned and I think, am I doing my kids, a dis- did I do my kids a disfavor? And Are they going to be close when they're adults? You know, if they're not, are they going to blame me for it? Um, But I mean, that's looking into the future, but um, they all have their own little special relationships. And there's things like to hear when Sawyer hears his sister on FaceTime, he gets excited, you know, when they're hanging out and they're together 24 seven, it's a different story. Hmm. But, um, you know, there's just a lot in between those age gaps. Right. Yeah. Wow. And I was just thinking as you were talking, like, you know, everybody always, I feel like every mom I ever talked to, they're like, I just can't believe how different my kids are. And like the dynamic when the kids have very different personalities and they're very different ages, I feel like it's just like a double layer of like, like you said, it's like up and down, up and down, up and down, sippy cups and class rings, like all day. Right. Exactly. So, okay. Our situation is, um, so we have Bud. I had Bud in 2009. He is going to be 13 in October. Um, and, whew, man, the, like, the change from 12 to 13 is, like, so weird. Like, I feel like yesterday he was, like, four. And, like, suddenly tomorrow he's 20. Um, it's crazy. And I know everybody feels that way. It's just, I, and Missy always tried to, like, prepare me. But, like, until you get through it yourself, like, you don't, you don't get it. Um, yes. And yeah, so if you if you still have littles, like man, when you hit that, like I don't know why, but when you hit the twelve to thirteen, you're just like, what has happened? Um, okay, so I had Bud in two thousand nine with his dad, um, and then we got we separated when Bud was like nine months, um, and then I was a single mom for a while. Met Zad when Bud was he just turned three, um, and so I've mentioned before that Zad had testicular cancer in two thousand nine. Um, and we just kind of always assumed that we weren't going to be able to have, um, any kids. Um, it's not like we weren't doing the deed, but then like nothing was happening. So what's the situation there? I don't know. It's not like I was tracking and we were trying necessarily, but good gracious, you look back on times like this and you're like all those times and not once. Um, but then magically in, uh, okay. So 2018, because Missy and I would have, uh, we would have had babies very close to the same time. Like Bean and Emma, Emma is our baby in heaven, would have been about the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, so we lost Emma. I was only pregnant with her for like 
four weeks. I honestly didn't even actually know I was pregnant until I started bleeding for like 10 days. And then, oh my gosh, this was Missy went through every step. We went through every step of both all of our lost babies together. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was like super traumatic. I mean, if you've ever miscarried or had an ectopic pregnancy or any of those kinds of things, um, stillbirth or whatever, it is so traumatic. Um, And the first one, I mean, I feel like you would agree. The first one is like the most traumatic, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. And okay, so we had another miscarriage then later and like not to sound heartless, but I guess by the time we had the second one, I guess I already sort of knew what the emotions were going to be. So like I was sad, but it didn't wreck me like the first one. So, um, okay. So we lost Emma in 2018. We, which was both very sad and very hopeful because we're like, well, holy crap, maybe we can have kids. Um, and so, you know, we got right back to it. And then we had Jameson in August of 2019, Um, I had him at home. So like Bud was here when he was born, Bud was, um, turning 10 very shortly after Jameson was born. So they're almost 10 years apart. Um, and then we had Zuzu right promptly. Um, they're about 23 months apart. Um, almost 24. They're like almost two years apart. Um, so we had her and then we miscarried this past February. So February, 2022 we miscarried um and again like it was just it was such an odd the first time like when the doctor called and said like your hcg levels were like too low and you definitely miscarried whatever like i remember that moment so vividly like zad and jeremy and i were standing at the island and it was just like this you guys had just lost your babies not long before that Mm -hmm. um and so it was just this like whole crushing thing and you know then this next time like i just sort of knew I guess like I, I knew like, okay, this blood is miscarriage blood. Like, I don't know. I guess you just sort of have this feeling. Um, so anyway, we are still actively trying to get pregnant. I would love to have six kids. That's like, I don't know why that's like my magic number. Zad says it's because there's six seats in the excursion. <laughs> so he thinks that eight of us will fit in the excursion. And that's why I think I need that many. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so Zuzu is one, Jameson is three. And, you know, like Missy said, it is just so interesting. Zuzu and Bud are kind of milestone following the same path. Bud didn't walk till he was like 14 months. Zuzu is um, about 14 months now. And she's taking a couple steps on her own. Not super confidently walking yet. Jameson was like Missy's Madison. And at nine months, like... try to stop them because they are running away um so it is it's so funny like how different they are and you know like i sometimes feel like jamie and zuzu like have very similar personalities but then other times i feel like bud and zuzu have very similar personalities and they're they're very far apart i mean they're almost 12 years apart um so i am interested to see bud is definitely like a big-hearted kid and i i definitely if he stays close um I definitely see him, you know, coming home often to, to see his siblings and things like that. Like, I don't, I don't see him being the kind of kid that like disappears and like, he never, you know, sees his much younger siblings again. Um, So be interesting just as they continue to grow, how that, how that dynamic is going to change. So, okay, miss talk about when you lived in Washington borough, probably the most intense, I mean, all seasons of life are intense, but most intense time in that a there was oftentimes you had five kids under one roof in an apartment. 
Yeah, exactly. It was like what nine hundred square feet, I think, or eight hundred or something. Oh, yeah, man, it, those were the days. <laughs> oh my gosh, very intense. Um, I mean, it was, and we lived above somebody, so we had like an old farmhouse, and it was split into apartments, and we were in the upstairs apartment, and we always had people like under us, and I, the, the single guy moved in. Like when we were pretty much like at the end of our, you know, living there, we were looking to move, that kind of thing. And I would apologize to him anytime I saw him. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm sorry. The baby was screaming. I'm sure you can hear that. I'm sorry. It sounded like the kids were coming through the roof, you know, and he was so nice. He just, it's fine. You know, he raised three girls and he's like, I know how it is. And, but I'm like, there's times when I looked at the kids and I'm like, will you shut up? We have neighbors. Like, you know, it's ridiculous. Like, whatever that meme is, or like, it's been flying around with, if you, if my windows are open and you hear, you can hear me yelling at my kids or, yeah, you know, that thing. That was totally me. But um, yeah, so at times it was very intense because like I said, uh, Madison was 16 and we had just bought, brought Bean into the world and he had a rough start in the beginning. Like he spent seven weeks in the NICU and there was, you know, the emotion that come with that and having to deal with, you know, me pumping and taking my milk in and knowing that the kids, you know, if, if Jeremy and I were both going in to see Bean, that the kids were safe. And <clears throat> Madison was like Mandy said, she's very, um, strong-willed and very intense. always has to be moving what'd She's you say intense. her madison yeah. and i are very similar like we're both very intense yeah yeah she's very intense and why i should have been you know and i did like trust her to watch her younger brothers i would come home and there would have been like war happened um you know hearing everyone's story well she did this she did that and he did this and i did this because he did that and you know it's like oh my god it's not even worth leaving the house um very intense times um the kids spent a lot of time outside in all weather because sometimes I just needed quietness or, you know, if the new baby was in the house and was napping or something, I'm like, good God, if you wake the baby up, you know, it's going to be bad. Um, well, so and you always had like an intense situation. You know, there was always at least three kids living downstairs until Fred moved in. Oh my gosh. And it was never like just a nice little family that was just happy to be in the country. And it was like, two single guys they had a different girl every week and then the old girls would come back and fight and cause problems and then like the one girl had a little boy that my kids tried to get close with and you know play with when he was there but the boyfriend that she was with at the time didn't accept him so he would go back to his dad's and oh my gosh it was Always horrendous drama yeah so we had that going on but um yeah there and maddie I think Maddie and Mason at that time were both homeschooled also. Um, you know, they were homeschooled in and out a little bit through those years. But, you know, I was pregnant and Maddie and Mason were both home. And that was intense. Um, my pregnancies have never been stellar pregnancies. I always have issues and um, whatever. Like, I'd love to have more kids, but we're kind of beyond that now. <laughs> um, but, you know, so, yeah always intense everybody was always like the boys shared a room mason and jared shared a room being slept with us the girls when vanessa would be with us um which was way more often then because they were right down the road um the girls shared a room maddie was at that stage where like i'm a teenager and i need my makeup and i need my space and my privacy and nessa was just kind of like can we go outside and play um you know that kind of thing so that was always intense but I mean, I, looking back now, I'm like, we made it work. You know, I don't, I don't know how, uh, 
a lot of times I think back on the past and I'm like, you know what, the distance in their age has kind of allowed me to mature slowly as a mom. Um, I noticed like with each kid that the small things that bothered me, like when they were, when they were small, like our first ones were, became less and less, the more kids you have. And I know Mandy can attest to this too. Like your first kid, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to be with them 24 seven. I have to use this certain wipe. I have to this, I have to that. Um, they have to be use a certain bottle. They can only suck on this passy. They can, you know, whatever. But it's like, as you have more kids, I feel like that kind of eases some. Um, what was once like irritating to me, like something that Madison did, like you're wearing sweatpants to school. Are you kidding me? Like now I'm like, I'm, at least you're dressed and you're going to school. Right. Um, you know, like, I don't know. So it just looking back, I think that it has that the fact of the age gaps has caused me to be able to mature slowly. And I don't think like a lot of the stupid things don't matter anymore. Um, you know, like certain behavior that's one of the, the new, the first kids have done now that like the, the younger kids do it. I'm like, okay, this is normal. I guess this is just a stage. Like I've been through this before. Um, you know, like while my energy for parenting at 23 when I had Madison was significantly higher than it is now at 43 and having a toddler, um, I feel that there's still, I don't know, like there's still things that I just have to shrug off and be like, okay, we'll just, you know, I'm not gonna make a big deal about it. I'm not going to stress about it and we'll just move on. So I saw I- this TikTok the other day and it was this mom who had it was like when she had two kids and she was like, why having seven kids is easier than having two kids. And when she had the two kids, they were like Zuzu and Jamie, they were like one and three. You're like holding the one's hand, carrying the car seat, carrying a hundred other things. And then when you have seven kids, you know, Lisa at Farmhouse on Boone talks about this a lot. She's like, you know, hers are mostly two years apart. I think Um, maybe there's a bigger gap somewhere in there, like maybe three or four years. But anyway, you know, like with Bud and you with Mason or whatever, they can carry a water bottle, a coffee mug, a baby, a, a bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's so true that like having, you know, four, five, six kids is way easier than having two. Like, and Bud is around and I was, uh, you know, I'll get into this here in a minute. <clears throat> Bud is around a little bit less than he used to be because he's like working in things over the summer. Um, But man, when he's not here, like I notice when he's at his dad's and things like that, because especially if Zad is like out doing hot air balloons or, you know, whatever, I'm like trying to carry Zuzu because she's not walking yet, you know, carrying Zuzu, making sure Jamie's not running into the street, like trying to carry my coffee, my phone, my water bottle, whatever bag we have. If we go for a walk, like getting the stroller out with one hand and like, so there's a lot of things. And like Missy and I've talked about this before, man, I fear for those moms that like, are home by themselves with like a one and a three-year-old or something because you're mm. old you can like sort of have a conversation with but you know like zad was at the hot air balloon festival for two weeks and it's you know he enjoys it and whatever but it was intense for me sometimes because you know bud would be working or he would go help at the festival because he loves helping with balloons and man there was like some days like i voxered missy or whatever and i would like just come off of being in tears because i'm like oh my god i can't do this i can't do this i can't do this i'm gonna lose my freaking mind (laughs) and 
you know, then we would like sit back and like relax. And I'm like, oh my gosh, some moms have to do this every single day. And then when I was talking to my mom, she was like, imagine not to like compare people's situations, but like imagine like military moms, you know, nine, 12, 16 month deployments or whatever, taking care of babies, having babies without their husband's home. Like sometimes I just need to get some perspective and get a grip. Um, but nonetheless, when Bud is not here, I mean, I definitely notice and I definitely feel like having three, my three is easier than when I just have the little two. Um, so, okay. So as far as our dynamic goes and what happens here, um, basically Bud goes to his dad's every other weekend. Um, over the summer, he's been working like a few nights a week, uh, picking pumpkins or peppers. And they also did uh, corn. Um, that was completely out of order. Corn, peppers, <laughs> Um, and then he also has been working with Zad with the hot air balloon team. So, you know, he enjoys Zad cruise. So they set up the balloon, chase the balloon. He helped at the festival, things like that. Um, so for the most part, we're together, I would say like, I don't know, 85% of the time. Um, you know, with the exception of when maybe Zad is doing a flight or Bud is off, you know, picking pumpkins and things like that. Um, you know, and we homeschool Bud, so obviously he's always here. So as far as the dynamic between them, you know, it's very natural for Bud to, you know, someone has a poopy diaper, he changes their poopy diaper. You know, someone needs a snack, he gets them a snack. If I need to, like, come record a podcast with Missy, you know, like, and Zad happens to not be here, you know, Bud is comfortable to, like, help watch them for an hour or two or whatever. Um, so he he loves having little siblings. Um, but we've noticed too, like we made him a space in the basement, actually before Missy and Bean and Jared came up, we made, it's not a huge space, but just a little space that he can go down and, you know, like play Legos or work on his RC car or things like that. The plan is to take like the, the smaller room in the basement and kind of give him a space where he can sort of retreat from the babies and things like that. Um, because he does need space. Like, you know, we're not impractical. I don't, he's not a babysitter. I don't expect him to like, you know, be around them all the time. So that is something else too. Like in the last year or two, we really feel like Bud didn't ask for it necessarily, but we feel like it's beneficial for him to sort of have his own space because we live in a loft style house. Um, you know, we don't have bedroom doors. We don't actually even have bathroom doors at this point. <laughs> Our upstairs bathroom, we took the door off because it was just stupid and in the way. Um, the downstairs bathroom, we've been renovating since, mm, I don't know, May. Um, and we have a toilet and washer and dryer and a shower. We don't have a sink and we don't have a door. We're getting there. Um, so for Bud to get some privacy, he essentially has to go out to the barn, into the camper, out, you know, down to the basement, something like that. Um, so that's been an interesting uh, path is just figuring out like a nice balance of, okay, how much time does he need by himself? Because, you know, we don't want to, he would probably spend a lot of time downstairs building Legos and, and working on his RC car, but I want him to have those interactions with his siblings. So there's a balance and Missy, I know you like totally get this. Like mm -hmm. there's a balance between, you know, okay, yes, you can go have your own time now, but no, now it's family time. Right. So, um, okay. So we forgot to touch on this. So talk about what it was like. So in Florida, you know, you have the three um, and then Vanessa has been down a couple times. And then talk about when Madison came down and how that kind of rocked family dynamic again. 
Okay, yeah. So Madison came and visited us for probably about a week and a half. And it was intense. (laughs) Um, Obviously, they missed their sister. Um, At that point, I don't know how long it had been. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe eight months since they'd seen her. So, you know, of course, Sawyer was ecstatic. But they had moments where you know, they were loving and caring and loved each other, but they also had moments where they were down each other's throat and Sawyer was annoying. And, you know, Madison and Mason, even before we moved, I feel had a better relationship than they kind of do now. They kind of just sort of ignore each other unless like an issue comes up or they find something funny um, that, you know, they can reminisce on, they'll share on social media or something. But um, Mason is kind of, you know, he's in that, my friends are everything. And he doesn't like to be bothered by his younger brothers. Um, He's not mean or anything now. Like they do bicker like any sibling does, but it's kind of funny to watch. And it makes me crack up if we're like taking Mason and his friends somewhere and we're all in the car in this little area and being like throws a fit about something like Mason gets embarrassed. And I'm like, what's it? I wonder what it's like. Cause I was the youngest, what it's like to have a younger sibling, like do kids like, why is that embarrassing? Like he didn't give birth to that human being, you know, but like, it's his brother. So he feels like, I guess he has some responsibility in the way he acts. And it just cracks me up. Cause like when he'll have friends come over, they'll go in his bedroom and they'll shut the door and Sawyer stands out the door. Mason, can I come in? Can I come in? Probably about 500 times. And we're like, if you would just open the door and give him a little bit of attention, then he'd go on about his business. You know, the fact that you're not giving him attention is going to make him want to be around you more and whatever. So we deal with that. Like he's going to bother you for two minutes and then he's going to be on to something else. Right, exactly. And like now the thing is Mason has Tootsie Rolls in his room. So anytime Mason's bedroom door is open, Bean like hears it, flies over there. Can I have a Tootsie Roll? Or he calls them roll-ups. Can I have a (laughs) roll-up? And Mason's like, no, all you care about are Tootsie Rolls. And I'm like, well, you know what? If you'd show him a little attention, maybe sit down and play with him, build some Legos or something, it wouldn't be all about Tootsie Rolls. Um, Right. So (laughs) if you... All about tootsie rolls. Give them the tootsie roll and move along. Right. I'm like, aren't isn't there a bottom to the tootsie rolls? Like, shouldn't this not be an issue? It's been for about six months now. Um, but and then like you know, with Jared, Jared's more like way more timid, and him and Madison, they have a, an okay relationship, and he loves his sister. Um, but it's hard for Madison to deal with Jared because he's so timid and quiet and he's not like in your face and he won't like stand up for himself so when they get into like those picky modes they'll they'll all gang up on him because like I said he doesn't stand up for himself and he just thinks that they're picking on him because they don't like him and I'm like that's not the case if they didn't like you they would totally leave you alone and you know so there is definitely dramatics there um gosh Madison Oh, she ended up costing us about $3,000 that trip because she backed my car out of the driveway, hit the curb, popped my tire. Um, I took it down to get it fixed. And the guy's like, well, honestly, probably backing out wasn't what caused it. You know, it it definitely helped, but he's like, your tread's low. So I ended up just buying four new tires, which was like $1,200. Well, then we had this glass top table out in our um, sunroom with four chairs that our friends were moving and they needed like patio and I'm like you know what nobody even sits at it if you want it you're more than welcome to have it so I said to Madison hey go out and get that table and take it around front because our friend was coming to pick it up after work well not thinking I have to tell her the tabletop is glass so don't just throw it around doesn't she like pull it down 
the glass goes everywhere, shatters all through the sunroom. I like text my friend and be like, I'm sorry, but the, t- the table is no longer available. Um, if you still want the four chairs, have at it, you know? So there was that. <laughs> Madison. Right. And then as she's doing this, she goes to open the garage door and somehow, like, I swear it was only because Madison was opening the garage door. Our flagpole gets like lodged in the garage door. It just goes up, then like flings and like spirals around, goes up and hits all of my glass jars that were full of like the scents for our soap and stuff that we used to do. Hits all of them. Don't they all come crashing down, break open. It smelled like a French whore in our garage for about four months. And it wasn't a nice smell. Like it was the mixture of all of these smells together. It went all up over our Jeep. Anytime we were in the Jeep going somewhere, we'd get this whiff and be like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was very intense. Um, but I love my daughter and she cracks me up. But sometimes I'm like, okay, if you guys would just separate right now, I just need a time of separation and go do your thing. That would be nice. Oh man, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like texting Mandy. I'm like, oh god, she just broke off the glass top table. Oh wait, no, that, that's not the end of it. We're just coming in the gr- and Mandy's like, I can't. Like, you can't even make this crap up. No, you can't make this crap up. <laughs> oh man, if anybody is ever bored, just invite Madison over. I promise, you're bored in about point three seconds. <laughs> right. Oh man, she she kills me. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> How do we move on from that? Right. So moving forward. So, you know, Mason may or may not be coming along. That's to be seen. Um, What do you, I mean, obviously you're going to be now going from five kids in Washington borough to three slash four kids in Florida to maybe, maybe two full time in Pennsylvania slash maybe Vanessa a little bit more frequently or whatever. Um, so what are you, what are your hopes, you know, like as far as what they're going to be doing on the homestead and working together? And do you feel like Jared and Bean are going to find some common interest in homesteading or, or, you know, what do you, what are you thinking about all that? So I guess to explain a little more with the Mason situation, um, I probably, the a lot of the people who are listening are familiar with like where Mifflin town is and it's very rural, especially compared to where we are now. Um, and I've explained before that Mason is very social and has friends and has high expectations for his life. Um, he wants to either be a doctor or he wants to go into criminal defense attorney. Um, and I'm not going to be the one that's going to crush his dreams. I mean, he doesn't enjoy school. And I keep reminding him that both of those careers have lots of added years of school, um, he doesn't school's just not like academics are just not his thing he's there to be social to make friends to be the cool one to be the funny one that kind of thing so bringing him to mifflin town where i feel would have been great a great move if we would have went from washington borough to mifflin town but to go from navarre and all that he's involved in here to mifflin town is going to set him back Um, mason had dealt with some depression and anxiety issues because you know, previous when he was younger, he had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis um, and it caused a lot of issues for him. So I, it, it scares me thinking, oh my gosh, are we going to go back to that? Am I doing him a disservice? Um, and it, it's not easy leaving your kid 1300 miles away, you know, ask me how I know, because I did it with Madison when we moved here 
And we went through a whole court and still going through court battles with Vanessa. And I just, I don't want that to even be a thing. Um, so that's why, like, we're considering Mason wants to go on to college. Um, he's looking at a couple colleges, whether he gets in, I, I don't know, but I don't have a pool in that, you know, and I, we've explained to him, you know, your grades are going to be the deciding factor. And if you're not serious about school, you're not going to be serious about college. So whatever, there's that whole thing, but I'm not going to crush his dreams. If it's possible that he could stay here and stay in this situation and thrive, then I'm going to do everything in my mommy heart to be able to make that happen. So with that being said, if we, when we move back to Pennsylvania, um, Jared, like I mentioned before, is very, um, he's not really reluctant in helping. You have to give him step-by-step instruction and be thorough with it for him to complete a task. Sawyer, you could just mention it and he's already has the task done. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think there's going to be, there's going to be, I don't know if I want to say like, mm, it's going to be hard with the two of them because that kind of stuff like helping and doing jobs and wanting to help comes very natural for Sawyer. It does not for Jared. Jared likes to stand back and watch other people do it. You have to like prompt him, tell him what to do exactly step-by-step. And then he might even still need some guidance as he's going through the process. So I'm not going to be able with him being, you know, he's going to be 10, almost 11. I'm not gonna be like, Hey Jared, go and collect the eggs because that's just not how he works. Like I would have to go with him and be like, okay, we look here and we look here and we look here. And then we check, you know, all this stuff. Sawyer, I could be like, Sawyer, egg basket. And he would know that, you know, that's just what he needs to do. Go collect eggs. He'd know every little nook and cranny to check and get it done and come back. So there's going to be some differences there that we're going to have to, you know, work around and get used to, to not get frustrated with Jared. And this has kind of been Jared's whole life. So, um, we know kind of what to what our expectations are and how what what his expectations are and what he needs to be able to be successful but i feel like when we get onto the property it's going to kind of give him hope because we're going to give him jobs that he can do and that he can feel proud about and he can help with um you know i i don't know maybe it'll be a time where he's gonna like blossom and he'll you know his uh personality will come out and we'll find things like I just can't find anything that he's interested in I mean he just finds interest in like I hate to say it but nothing like nothing revs him up and like gets him excited about life so I'm hoping that that kind of thing will change when we're there and that he can be like more hands-on and into things I I don't see a problem with Sawyer at all like Sawyer I mean, he's only three and I know that, you know, at this age, they do like to be helpers and, you know, get things done, but he is, he's just great. And, and honestly, a lot of times he takes Jared along with him and guides Jared and that like melts my heart. So that's what we're hoping. If Mason does come back with us, it's going to be a whole different struggle bus. Um, Gosh, (laughs) the school that he'd be going to Juniata, uh, what is it? Middle, it's middle and high school together. And um, from 7th to 12th grade, there is 400 students. And the school he's in now, from 7th to 12th grade, there's like 2,300. So Mason thrives in this because, like I said, he's social and he loves all of that. And I just don't know that any of that is going to feed his soul. Like, um, he's not interested in farming. He's not interested in collecting eggs and feeding the cow or milking the cow. Like, that just has no interest to him. And... Honestly, I think it would be, our life would be a little harder 
if he does move back. And I hate saying that because, you know, like how many people deal with situations like this where they're like, well, this is our life. You're 16. You're not 18. You don't make this decision. You go along with what the family does. Right. Um, you know, so there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> well, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because Jamie is so much like like Bean. I mean, they're they're really close in nature. Like, I think they're almost exactly nine months apart. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Miss, I was like literally like, oh, I'm pregnant, and Missy was having Bean. Um, <laughs> so Jamie is very much the same. When you were saying about checking all the nooks and crannies, I was kind of cracking up because I have a couple hens that lay in the corner of what used to be the guinea shed but now they're all dead and then i have a couple hens that lay in the corner of the goat shed and when i go down and milk twilight our goat our goat that's in milk um jamie will get the scoop he fills the feeder i put her in the headlock you know get the bucket ready whatever and then while i'm sitting there milking Jamie's like getting some hay and throwing it to the babies and he goes in the goat shed and he like gathers those eggs and tells me how many there are and like whatever. And he loves all that kind of stuff. And so Bud used to do when we just had chickens, Bud took care of the chickens and his rabbit. Um, Bud loves farming, but he loves farming the way his dad farms, which is tractors and mowing hay and chopping and he likes big farm kind of stuff. Which is great. I mean, obviously, there's a place for that in the world. Um, and then he also is very interested in computers. Like, someone just gave him, like, a, a Dell PC the other day. And he took it downstairs to his little studio or whatever. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm sure they didn't wipe it or anything. So you're going to need to do that. So he, like, sat it, set the whole thing up, connected it to Wi-Fi, watched a YouTube video, how to wipe it clean, got it all wiped clean, you know, starting to put his 3D printer software on there and stuff like that. I, if somebody handed that to me, I'd be like, mm, can you do it? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so not my thing. Mm-mm. So it, it's interesting. Bud's variety of interests is is really like kind of expanding. Um, and so it'll be, again, it'll be interesting to see like, is Jamie going because, and I think Bean is going to be like this because Jamie and Zuzu are literally being raised up in this kind of environment. Bud really, you know, we didn't come onto this property until he was six and we didn't really have all these animals until he was like 10 ish. You know, we had chickens uh, most of that time, <clears throat> but the goats are new <clears throat> in the last year. Um, the turkeys we had last year. So, you know, we didn't have all this going on a huge garden and all of that, like his entire childhood. So it'll be interesting to see how Jamie is and Zuzu is because, you know, and like Missy said, they, at this age, they love, they love to help. They love to be with mommy and daddy and riding the tractor and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, I, I am curious to see like how their interests go and, you know, Bud certainly will help. Like, if I ask him to go, there was one day I was sick or whatever, you know, he went down and milked the goat for me. He only gets, like, you know, half of what I get, but whatever. It was enough that I didn't have to worry about mastitis or something. You know, obviously, he'll go collect the eggs. If if we're in a hurry one day, he'll split the chores with me and stuff like that. But it's not his favorite. He would rather, you know, either like play Legos or build something or, you know, he loves chopping hay with his dad and that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that concludes this one. Um, 
I mean, stay tuned. I feel like this topic is just going to be ever evolving, especially with Missy's situation as they prepare to move here in the next less than a month. Um, so I, uh, as always, hope you found this interesting and I, I don't know, maybe that you would learn something except maybe learn a little bit about us, but maybe more so that you have some solidarity if you have kids with age gaps and, you know, the, the struggles or the good times with having kids that are far apart in age. So we will see you guys next week. We're going to be talking about finding your niche in homesteading, which, you know, as if you know us, you know, like we are over the moon about that topic. Um, So we hope we'll see you guys next week. Bye friends.